0: Controlled America, the no-bullshit barrel of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day.
1: Boom. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh, that's Vince Tagliavia. This is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. Live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy What is the unfolding global conspiracy? Well, we've called it for a while that there are certain figures in this world who are collaborating, colluding together to usher in what they would consider is the new world. The new world is a replacement for the old world. It's a completely revamping of the political, the social, and the economic structures that have ruled and dominated over this world for at least the last 100 years. These people who are ushering in this new world order. Well, they comprise the top minds within philanthropy, business incorporation, politics, uh, royal bloodlines, and uh, secret societies. And they've been hard at work, and for many, many years, they've been planning and strategizing what happens next. Tonight's episode is called Catastrophic Contagion. Now, you might remember... The name, Catastrophic Contagion, from an October twenty second, two 2022 global exercise done by Bill the Gates Foundation, John Hopkins University, and the World Economic Forum in Belgium pertaining to an outbreak of something known as an adenovirus, which infects over 1 billion people and kills over 85% of all children that it infected. Now, I always found this interesting because Catastrophic Contagion was the next one that they were planning for. And we had SPARS just a few years ago in 2018. And now we're wondering what they're going to do next. Well, soon after Catastrophic Contagion, they came out with something known as a polycrisis. I found this quite interesting because since 2020, I've been talking about something known as the Firestorm. The Firestorm seemingly is an event That would uh, be undertaken over a series of months or years where there's a chipping away at the foundation of all the various different domains that occupy our life. From the social, the cultural, the institutional, the political, the economic, the academic. And these would require them to infiltrate and begin the destabilization process to start collapsing society in these various areas. Then all of a sudden, just this year, we hear about the polycrisis, as delivered through the World Economic Forum. What is the polycrisis? Well, this is a series of various crises that plague Earth. And they come about rather abruptly, but they chip away at the foundation of our society. The 10 major risks of the polycrisis... Over a two-year period, the cost of living crisis, the natural disasters and extreme weather, the geoeconomic confrontation, failure to mitigate climate change, the erosion of social cohesion and societal polarization, large-scale environmental damage incidents, failure of climate change adaptation, widespread cybercrime and cyber insecurity, natural resource crisis, and large-scale involuntary migration." Now, I find that interesting because every single one of those things are things that we're dealing with right now, but these things are not things that occurred naturally. They are instead things that happen on a manipulated basis. Think, for instance, the cost of living crisis. Okay. The cost of living crisis. Right now, it's becoming rather difficult for people to purchase a home. Okay. Right? True. Because interest rates are so high, it's incredibly difficult. I I was checking out at Costco today, and the lady's like, Oh, I got to buy a house. I got to buy a house. And one guy's like, I got to move in the next few days and rent's going up and it's getting bad. And I said, I'd wait to buy a house. I'd rent. They'd be like, well, I really don't have that option. I said, well, you do have an option and you should really consider it. I wouldn't buy a house right now. And so cost of living crisis, that, that is a problem. There's also the cost of living crisis that deals with the amount of money that somebody makes as per the cost that it takes to live to survive to buy food to travel to and from work and to afford a home. Here's the thing. Is that is shitty. And the reason that is shitty is because the dollar has been so devalued over the last 60 years. Okay? The dollar has been devalued. Yeah. We know this this is this is what inflation is. It's not necessarily it's the amount of money in circulation as well as the value the cost basis of what a dollar can actually buy. As that decreases and inflation goes up, <coughs> that's hyperinflation. With that being said, the dollar's value has significantly declined over the last 40 years. The problem is, is that the cost of everything goes up, but the pay that people are paid, the value that people are paid, doesn't. And so now you come up with this disparity, this gap, between the affordability to survive and the products and goods and services and so forth. And so this is one thing I agree with the left on is that we need a refinement in this system. But I disagree with the refinement that they're asking for the system. The refinement in the system comes with gold or silver backed money in currency is having a, a dollar that is stable in value. That's what we really need. Not the opposite, a dollar that is declined in value. If you had a stable value dollar, here's the thing. Is a person who makes $8.75 an hour or $10.75 an hour at Walmart or Starbucks coffee would be able to survive because that dollar would be worth a lot more. And that's really what we need to start focusing on. Because if you go back to the 1960s and 1970s, People didn't have to work full-time jobs 40 hours a week to support a family. You had one single income families. They could easily support that because the value of the dollar was significantly more. It bought more. I talked about this yesterday with the, the silver Morgans. Is that three silver Morgan dimes used to buy a gallon of gas. Guess what? They still do today in a sense. They'll buy three silver Morgan dimes. It's probably about 20 bucks. Absolutely. So we have to go back to sound money other than yeah. hyperinflated fiat money. Okay. Yeah, that makes me wonder something. Do you think a uh,
0: stable dollar would be detrimental to the globalists?
1: Yes. So sound money would be detrimental to the globalists. They would ultimately fail because the manipulation that we're seeing in the market, we're going to get into the manipulation in the market, would, would tend to go away. Because now they have to play by the rules of the game. Natural disasters and extreme weather events. We're seeing this all over the place. If you go back to 2020, do you remember August of 2020 when there was fires all over the place and we're seeing like streaks across the radar of what we thought were directed energy weapons? We're seeing seared cars with what looked like laser beams from above.
0: Oh, yeah, I remember, dude
1: these and then we they had uh, they arrested those antifa people up in the uh, the mountains and in the national forest creating fires yes so natural disasters and extreme weather events hmm we had and go
0: course. as it's going on they're just saying oh it's so hot it's crazy natural yeah. weather natural disaster Yeah. well then polony. you had
1: these polar vortexes come down here and we had negative 40 degree weather all throughout here which isn't necessarily unseasonal weather here but then you also had the earthquake in turkey which people came out and said hey this is this is weather manipulation We, well, you, you know that during they, they yell and scream and say oh weather manipulation it's impossible it can't happen you know during the vietnam war they seeded the clouds to make it rain on the Viet Cong. Yes. i mean it's documented it, it's well documented okay so there's that geo-economic confrontation what the hell's going on in the world It's literally geoeconomic confrontation, but it's not happening by natural capitalistic design. It's happening through basically the conflict within Ukraine has created a unique scenario globally. To where the United States can play this kind of police of the world, issue sanctions around the world, and then you have China and Russia which gang up on them and basically play this economic warfare backwards. So this geoeconomic confrontation is created by the two forces that are basically head-to-head for the new world order, for the global order, that are, are trying to progress it, Okay, and they're utilizing the economies of the world as the first weapon as we heard from ray dalio last night ray dalio said is that part four right before the great war is this geoeconomic warfare that comes about through sanctions and other such things and this is exactly what they're talking about Mm -hmm. geoeconomic confrontation failure to mitigate climate change and they'll say that the inability to do something about it right governments aren't doing enough people aren't doing enough is going to cause it well, climate change is kind of a, an oxymoronic term because the word climate means um, changes in weather patterns over time. So, you know, uh, you know, climate change, uh, change in weather patterns over time, change.
0: What? Climate. Um, the climate's always changed. Always will right. change.
1: And, and they know this, they're well aware of this, but the climate agenda is more so to usher in new taxes to tax nitrogen carbon dioxide, eventually tax the air that you breathe to tax your 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 living on this planet is what they want to do for a global governance and then track everything that you do, say buy sell, and they want to implement a system in order to do this. This is what climate change is really about then Slavery. you. Have Yep. Erosion of social cohesion and societal polarization. You know, you can put a group of black ants and a group of red ants into a jar together. And they'll live peacefully and fine. They'll live peacefully and fine. If you shake that jar up, they'll begin attacking each other. Believing that the other one was the cause of the turmoil. It's exactly what we have right now. The hidden hand is shaking up the pot. Absolutely. Large scale environmental damage incidences. Now think about this for a second. Large scale environmental damage in East Palestine, Ohio. Yep. Wow. Go figure. I mean, hello. Check. A- and yeah, and you know what they will do is they'll come back and say, Well, <clears throat> this is the fault of, of human beings and so we need to remove human beings from from the system and, and they just cannot be in your nature. Yep. Nope. F- failure of climate change adaption. <clears throat> you know, I guarantee you that's gonna be placed directly on <laughs> the railroads. But not only that is think about the uprisings that are occurring right now throughout all of Europe. Failure of climate change adaptions. This is the farmers that are failing to adhere to these rules and regulations, and they're gonna get their farms seized through eminent domain and handed over to corporations okay widespread cyber crime and cyber insecurity it's been happening nobody wants to talk about it this is 150 plus food processing manufacturing distribution facilities set on fire all the various other fires then we have uh, all the airports LAX JFK uh, we had the the notam system we had uh, the house the house of representatives go dark during a congressional hearing they had to go to backup power um i mean you can just name them and they're like oh it's just a coincidence
0: Right, let's say that about all this stuff.
1: Yeah, and th- by the way, this is just for two years. Yeah. Okay? Natural resource crisis. Why are we in a natural resource crisis right now?
0: Because of politics.
1: Yeah, Be- because what they've done is they've created various points of conflict, conflict and segregation amongst peoples that have very, very critical supply chain contributions. For instance, Russia and Ukraine, in the sense of Russia's relationship with Europe and Ukraine's uh, relationship with Africa um, and Asia. What did that do? That produces a a crunch within the massive supply chain. And then if you go to natural resources again, you can go all the way to Africa. South Africa is collapsing. You're going to go to northern Africa. Then you have large-scale involuntary migration. You know, it, it's one interesting thing. You notice how all the immigrants... You just saw the uh, the border uh, stop there in El Paso flooded yeah. with immigrants the other day where they were trying to overtake it. Yeah. You had millions upon millions of them come across in 2022. How come the left hasn't jumped on this yet and called this climate refugees?
0: Oh, shoot. They will tomorrow.
1: They will tomorrow because that's exactly what this is saying. Large-scale involuntary migration. That they're migrating away right from their areas because it's just too hot. It's just too hot and, and we want a better temperate climate area.
0: Wow, dude.
1: Mm-hmm. Look at that. And then the 10-year period has really a lot of the same ones. Um mm-hmm. But large-scale inv- oh, so biodiversity loss and ecosystem collapses in there. And if you have more events like East Palestine, guess what exactly what you're going to have – You're going to have exactly that. Now, I call the firestorm event is I look at various points, various levels of domain leading up to a global war. But what we find out that happens through this is you have these various domains of society that are infiltrated, attacked, and basically chipped away till the foundation begins to erode. Where it causes a supply chain collapse, where it causes infrastructure to begin to implode, which this brings about geoeconomic collapse and global war. Because if you look at the fourth turning, if you look at Strauss and Howe's book Generations,
2: Mm.
1: what you'll see is within this trend line, this is typically how things go. You know, one thing that followed directly with the economic collapse in 1929 leading into the Great Depression was what? Yeah. What is what um, is one thing that nobody really talks about? I don't know. You ever heard of the mud bowl?
0: Oh, yeah, the dust bowl.
1: The dust bowl. Yeah, the dust sorry, dust bowl. Yeah. Massive and severe drought. What does that mean? Means that there was a climate situation and problem during that time which put a lot of people out of work and starved a lot of people off. It, yeah. And so we can assume that that's all going to happen again.
0: Holy smokes. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, write it off. I wouldn't write it off. That's for sure.
1: Now, what did that lead up to, though?
0: After the Dust Bowl.
1: So we have global economic collapse. 1929 begins. You fall into a Great Depression. You have an ecological disaster occurring globally with droughts all across the world. The Dust Bowl. And that led directly into what? World War One. World War Two.
0: World War Two. sorry.
1: Yep, World yeah, War II. That was before, my bad. See, that's the trend that we're on right now.
0: <clears throat> Emerging... Yeah, st-
1: so... Uh, oh, no, go
0: ahead. I'm just comprehending it all. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. But why is that... Why is that the order of events? I wonder. I guess that's just... The playbook, I don't know.
1: I think it's just the playbook. And, and someone out there was saying that was due to bad farming practices. Yeah, there was bad farming practices, but it's just kind of interesting that those farming practices had been utilized for well over a century and nothing yeah. had happened. But also at that same time, th- those bad farming practices came right about at the exact same time of the biochemical industry, of the pharmaceutical industry of the companies out there transitioning from making chemical weapons during World War I and now making agricultural products. I find it really yeah, interesting.
0: I find it unbelievable, too. People have been growing crops forever, mm-hmm. thousands of years, okay? You think we didn't learn this in the beginning? Honestly? Yep. You think we learned that 100 years ago?
1: So think about no. this. Is you ever heard the story of... Uh, Oh man, I want to now. I'm gonna forget the name. Uh... I'm gonna forget the name. Who who was the billionaire? Up oh, there it is, William Randolph Hearst. Oh, William Randolph Hearst. You ever heard the yeah. story of his attack on uh-huh. hemp? You know, hemp oh. was one of the most prevalent crops in the United States of America in the 19th century. Our Constitution and most paper was originated from hemp. Why? Because it grew anywhere, it grew in almost any condition, and it was incredibly abundant and robust, and you could easily make it within the paper.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: In the early 1900s, William Randolph Hirsch had seized the lumber market in the Northwest, Washington, Oregon State. And lumber was being utilized for building as well as paper. Stop.
0: Trees grow Don't a lot think. slower than they do. Hemp.
1: And so what he did is he produced a campaign against hemp, basically a a, uh, a lobbying campaign campaign and got hemp and cannabis illegalized. Before that it was readily available. It was used in massive medicinal therapies. But it was William Randolph Hearst that's the one that got that illegalized. It had nothing to do with it getting you high. It had nothing to do with that. It had everything to do with selling paper. Yes, I'm aware. And so why, why are we to think that the same companies that made billions during World War I selling chemical and biological weapons, dioxins, to the U.S. military who came back after the military, took over IG Farben from the Germans, by the way, um, came back after this, and then got into agriculture. Hey, your crops, you got some bugs on there. We can take care of that. We got this new thing called dioxin. Oh, it'll kill them. This is how Monsantos was born. Okay? Absolutely. And who's the guy behind all this? DuPont?
0: DuPont. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. wild absolutely hold on had to get rid of that okay so moving on because that all partakes into what we're seeing today it's no different you have companies that are cornering companies centralizing power and control globally that's what we're seeing here and look at this Emergency story. GOP representative James Comer reveals that he possesses documents that prove how the Biden family obtained money from China.
0: uh Oh, release it.
1: He will be. Chairman of House Oversight and Reform Committee James Comer has revealed that his committee possesses documents showing that the Biden family has been receiving money from the Chinese Communist Party. Not received, is receiving currently right now. That's right. Representative James Comer did not kill himself.
0: Yeah, I was thinking the same thing.
1: We are finally having people cooperate with us, Comer said. Fox News host Maria Bartiromo. I think we all know the Biden administration is stonewalling. Janet Yellen is stonewalling, not turning over the bank violations. But unfortunately, since we've last spoken, we actually have bank records in hand. Listen to this. A couple
3: of weeks since we've spoken and you've been digging in on the business of the Biden family. What have you learned? Well, we've had a very good two weeks, Maria. We are finally having people cooperate with us. I think we all know the Biden administration's stonewalling. Janet Yellen Yellen is stonewalling, not turning over the the bank violations. But fortunately, since we've last spoken, we actually have bank records in hand. We have individuals who are working with our committee. Uh, In the last two weeks, we've met with either these individuals personally or with their attorneys, Uh, and that would be four individuals who had uh, uh, ties in with the Biden family on their various schemes around the world. So now we have in hand documents that show just exactly how the Biden family was getting money uh, from the Chinese Communist Party. And and I will tell you, it's as bad as we thought, Maria. It's very concerning. And And in a way. I'm kind of glad that the, the Biden attorney, Abby Lowell, and the Biden administration has been stolen while on us because when I requested that information two weeks ago versus today because of what we have in hand now, uh, we have a lot stronger case in court for why we need these documents that the Biden family is withholding and that the government's withholding. So they have unintentionally helped our case in our quest to, to get these documents to where we can uh, give the American people the truth and the transparency that they deserve uh, yeah. out of the, their leadership in Washington. Congressman, this is so extraordinary. This is the number one adversary of America, and you're telling us that the Biden family has accepted money. What does the CCP have on the Biden family, and is that the reason for the soft approach on China? We will slip in a short break, and then I wanna get you.
1: Okay, yeah. This is exactly what you think it is. This is bad. And I am absolutely appalled that right now we have in the White House a president, a Jill Biden who has companies and businesses taking money in from the Chinese Communist Party, Hunter Biden, the son, his brother, okay? And nobody's yelling the C or the T word collusion or conspiracy. Or treason. Because that's what this is. Okay? You cannot trust this man in the White House. And how come Congress isn't immediately moving to remove? Limit executive power immediately. Convene a, 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 a special counsel investigation immediately. Um, and, and seek the immediate removal of Joe Biden from office. I mean, why is this not happening? This is the highest crimes... In our government. And they're like, man, we're going to investigate. We're going to bring in more stuff. We're going to talk to people. No, fuck that. If you have... Congress is full of lawyers. If you have significant evidence that this man committed crimes against our country, sold out to the Chinese Communist Party, he needs to be gone. And, and, you know, here's my thing. And I know this for a fact, and it's not me that's going to orchestrate this. But if Congress doesn't do anything very, very shortly, the American people are. It's getting to that point where we're sick and tired of waiting for bureaucrats to sit on their fucking asses and go out there and do what needs to be done. Someone needs to stand up and say, We're calling for an immediate suspension and injunction of Joe Biden's executive power pursuant to whatever it is uh, because of crimes against the United States of America, suspected treason and bring in DOJ referrals. And when the DOJ steps in and says no, well, guess what? You need to hold them in contempt. Or you need to take it to the military. You need to find somebody to do something. But you need to get them out of fucking office right now because they are selling out this country. They're selling out the secrets just the way the Obama administration did, just the way the deep state and the other bureaucrats have for so long. And here's the thing. James Comer, if you're listening... Nobody wants a fucking six-long, six-month-long investigation. We're not going to wait six weeks or six months to find out what happens to Joe Biden. If you have substantial evidence showing criminality, how this man is currently taking money from the Chinese Communist Party as President of the United States of America, you all need to move in with your constitutional authority right now and remove them from power. Period. That's it. And if you don't do it, we, the American people, will. But you need to stand up and say, we need the American people to remove these people from power. And we will. But that needs to happen because this is beyond ridiculous. Firstly, release that information now to the public. Get it out into the public domain. Stop holding on to it saying, we're going to release it soon. We need more views and likes on my Twitter no, get that shit out there. Release it to every news organization in the world and say, here, get it out there. This is the evidence that we're looking at. This is what's happening. And when that comes out there, then we can begin to hold these people responsible. But that needs to happen. And this this game of politics, oh, let's hold on to this for 2024. Oh, it'll be great. Oh, they won't have a chance. Well, guess what? That doesn't fucking work. Elections are rigged. They need to take down Joe Biden, this corrupt, illegitimate Joe Biden regime, and every Democrat taking money from the Chinese Communist Party, and every uh, Republican taking money from the Chinese Communist Party. They need to take them down right now. That's just the way it is. And the the longer that the sister with a smug smile, like, oh, we got it. Release it then. Absolutely release it. Leak it the Tucker. Leak it the Sean Hannity. Get it out there to everybody, for everybody to see. Because guess what happens? Just like COVID-19, just like the bio labs in Russia, when you put the information out to the public, we dig and we uncover so much more than you guys actually have. And the truth can finally be told. You know what? If this was a president 30 years ago, they would have resigned mm-hmm. simply because of the scandals that are occurring right now.
0: Oh, they would have never been elected. Yeah, I would think. Yeah, man. It's a different world today. And the fact that this information's out there and that there are people cooperating and their story, uh, I mean, there's those texts. Uh, it tells me that there's good people there, right? or people that are complicit that don't want to be held accountable or that want to make some kind of deal. Right. And as this crumbles, you're going to see more of that as it progresses. I would hope given that it does progress in some way that these things tend to unfold, they tend to unfold very slowly, but um, hopefully there are other people higher up there who want to cut deals and want to participate in making things
1: right. I agree. All right, let's, uh, let's hear what a Gen-Zier, Jen I, I think a Gen-Zier, Miss uh, Alex Princess, has to say about what she thinks about America.
4: Things I hate about America after spending lots of time overseas, part one. This one might piss people off, but the patriotism. A flag on every single street is just simply unnecessary. American flag hats, the American apparel, just it's everything. You know what I'm talking about. We push this American agenda on everyone who lives here so hard. And when we go to other countries, it's just not pushed that hard. When you go other countries, they just, they rep their country without being literally annoying about it. Number two, the English language obsession. Yes, I'm not an idiot. I know that English is the language of America, but at the same time, don't you think it's a problem that almost 80% of America of our country literally only speaks English? Because if you don't think that's a problem, then you've never left America, because I can tell you right now that it is very much a problem. At the bare minimum, we should be taught on a much higher level, at least one or two other languages, and we're just simply not. And then we get upset with tourists when they don't speak perfect English when they come here. And it's just out of control because we as Americans, when we go to other countries, what language do we expect them to speak? Always English. Always. Number three is kind of obvious. The prices here are out of control. For example, I currently live in Florida, and in December it was exactly $18 for me to get two sushi rolls on DoorDash with the tip and delivery included with that. That was literally in December. It is end of February right now. I just made that same order, and it is $23. So that went up $5 for the exact same order that I had in December. The pricing just keeps going up here, and everything is going up except for people's salaries, and it's just simply not okay.
1: Does anybody want to tell her that DoorDash adds 40%?
0: They add 40%. Get off. I don't use that stuff.
1: Get off your dumb ass and go to the store and get your own sushi. It'll (laughs) cost you a lot less.
0: Yeah, She's DoorDashing a sushi roll from a restaurant? It seems like
1: such a waste. I DoorDash one sushi roll, a California roll from the restaurant, and it was $23. Yeah. That's not even with tip. Like, I can't afford this. Well, if you can't afford it, drive your ass down there yourself and get it. Because DoorDash yeah. adds 40%, you dumb
0: Dumb broad. Dumb broad. <laughs> broad. Yeah, and you know, it's scary that these kids hate patriotism. She's not a kid. This is an adult. Mm -hmm. It's scary that these uh, younger adults hate patriotism and think it's not a thing in other countries She's just totally off track. She's right on the cost of living thing. Although DoorDash is not the best way to get food. Let's be fair. I mean, she could really stretch that further if she wasn't Missing a few screws.
1: Here's one of the biggest problems with kids like that is that They're saying that they don't make enough money to survive, right? Well, let's think about where they're going to work. Starbucks. more oh,
0: baristas. Yeah. yeah
1: Barista, <laughs> Walmart, yeah. grocery well, stores, right? They're, yeah, they're sure. going to entry-level jobs. And guess what? They're not even working full-time. Hmm. They're working part-time. And so, of course, that's not enough to live on. It, it, it's not made for you to live on. It's entry-level for a reason. It's entry-level because... Entry-level jobs are made for you to progress up that company ladder and earn more down the road as you gain more experience and skill within that industry. You start get, start as a stock boy, you end as an assistant manager or a manager, or you go up the corporate ladder. But if you want to be a stock boy for thirty years, you're not going to get paid dick. Let's watch. Uh, let's watch Hannity talk to. us uh, now with react. Let's watch Hannity talk here with uh, Comer.
3: All right. Joining us now with reaction is House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer. Uh, I want to start with the subpoenas that you've sent out. There's been a lot of uh, stonewalling of your committee and a lot of stonewalling of Jim Jordan's committee. Uh, These subpoenas are critical for you to get to the truth in all of this. Uh, What are your plans if they don't, if they defy your subpoena? Well, luckily for me, they they complied with my subpoena. Two weeks ago, Sean, I subpoenaed a bank for records for three different former Hunter Biden business associates. Uh, One of those associates in particular was Rob Walker. Uh, We got his account. We confirmed that that account, uh, around two months after Joe Biden left the office of vice president, received a $3 million wire from two individuals directly associated with the Chinese Communist Party. The very next day after that wire was received, uh, the Walker account started transferring money into three different Biden family members accounts, including a new Biden family member that's never before been identified as someone being involved in the influence peddling scheme. So this is very uh, serious, information that we've received, very troubling information. It does show a pattern that uh, the Biden family was receiving money directly from China. And the question I have, Sean, is what were they doing in return for that money? Now, this is just one account. Uh, There are many more accounts and many more associates. But fortunately for us, we've had people, whistleblowers that have been coming in. We knew pretty much which account to uh, investigate. Uh, Fortunately, the bank did comply with our subpoenas. Uh, All right. There are something called suspicious activity reports that that banks write up uh, if the transaction is suspicious in any way. You've been trying to get a hold of those, but you've been facing a lot of resistance. What will it take to get them? Well, as you know, Sean, we've been demanding these for over a year. Uh, The Treasury Secretary Yellen said we couldn't have them because we were in the minority. When I became chairman of the committee, when the house flipped, she said, well, I don't understand the purpose uh, for why you need these suspicious activity reports, which is a joke. Well then we asked for a committee hearing. Uh, with the person from Treasury that signed the letter declining our most recent invitation. Uh, They said they had surgery that day. They offered another person. This person then declined. Uh, So we offered to uh, invite them in with the threat of a subpoena for a transcribed interview. We just got word that Treasury has now said they're going to let us have access to those suspicious activity reports. So there's still a lot to learn about how we're going to receive those.
1: So a Biden associate Receives millions of dollars from the Chinese Communist Party. That money is then sent to the Biden family members. And this guy is still president of the United States of America. How? <sighs> Judgment day is coming.
0: Yeah. Apparently, uh, Roxy here says that uh, James Biden's wife is the one that's uh, been newly identified as receiving the cash, Mm -hmm. which wasn't it Biden's brother for a minute.
1: Well, James Biden, his James Biden's wife and then Hunter.
0: So now it's his wife. Yep. They're like, they'll never
1: know. They'll never figure this out because we have power and control. Stocks, regional banks rally. As after CPI print. U.S. stocks rallied Tuesday as crucial inflation data came in line with expectations. Regional banks' stocks surged, clawing back some of the losses in the wake of the Silicon Valley Bank follow up The S&P added 1.3%. The Dow Jones added 1%. Contracts on the technology-heavy Nasdaq composite increased 2%. Bond yields moved higher. The yield on the benchmark 10-year U.S. Treasury note tricked, ticked up to 3.6%. On Monday morning, the 3.54% Monday, the front end of the yield curve, two uh, 2 year yields rose 4.2%. Oil prices sunk while well, crude down trading at 71.50. Oh, wow. It's just like you have this intermittent disaster, and then all, everything's fine, guys. I
0: know. Wonder Don't man, pay bro. attention,
1: America. Don't worry about your like- 401ks.
0: Yeah, they really fixed it quickly so the news cycle could cover it up. Because yep. honestly, how many people are z- droning about their days, clueless that a bank just failed?
1: Multiple banks. Well, you know what Probably they're trying to do? a small percentage. Well, you know what people, they're trying to do, right?
0: What's this? They're what? trying
1: what to think? cover up everybody looking in the SVB. Hmm. Hmm. So, hey, oh no, banks are collapsing. Oh shit, fix that. Okay, everything's back on tra- track. Great, people are going to be happy. Their 401ks are going back up. Yeah. But don't look in the SVB and find out that the Silicon Bank CEO is selling shares leading into the crisis. Charlie, Charles Schwab's CEO bought $3 million in shares this morning after his company's stock got hammered yesterday. Oh, go figure. Tells you all you need to know. The CEO That's of Silicon nice. Valley Bank was selling off shares before this all happened. Alex Jones says that SVB is the start of the globalist plan to collapse smaller regional banks so they can be absorbed by the six big banks connected to the Federal Reserve with an end goal to introduce digital currency, a.k.a. CBDCs, as a solution. Wait, hold on a second, Alex. 04 when did he say Central this? Central bank digital
5: currency. Let's Go listen back to this. in the last
1: six months. Just <laughs> grab four or five, because I know I said it about 100 times.
5: Times that I said next they'll start collapsing regional and lending banks to consolidate them into the big six globalist banks that own the private Federal Reserve and the European Union Bank and the rest of it. And then out of that, they will call for central bank digital currencies to be rolled out. Just on Wednesday, Biden, the third administration of Obama, put out his big new national directive. In fact, I forgot to repull that from Wednesday stack, uh, the big, quote, new cybersecurity initiative. And you read it, it's really to roll out a central bank digital currency that tracks and controls everything you do. Then they'll try to ban all the normal cryptocurrencies that are actually independent and decentralized power. That's all announced in there. And I said on Wednesday, look for them to crash the regional banks to bring in total control. We know the enemy's playbook. I said, will it be a banking collapse and the central bank digital currency cashless society rollout? Will it be a cyber attack to bring that in? Will it be both? Will it be a massive new terror attack, an escalation of the war? These are all cards, because I've been looking over the enemy's shoulder what they got in their hand. I don't know exactly how they're going to play the cards. I don't know when they're going to play the cards, but I know what cards they got.
1: All right. I don't listen to Alex Jones for everybody out there. What did I say yesterday was happening with this whole banking collapse?
0: That they're getting rid of the small banks in order to feed the big banks.
1: That's right. Same thing that happened in 1929. They're centralizing banking power. Why? To that. usher in the new world order, well, central bank yeah. digital currencies.
0: Yeah, and with the story before, there's this transference of wealth that's been happening over the last few years mm-hmm. more than ever. That they're continuing. Goes hand in hand. It's Do you know who funny? the
1: the legendary investor Carl Icahn is? No. Is
0: he iconic? He,
1: oh, yeah. He's, he's massive. Uh, Carl Icahn. And I, He's a friend of Trump, by the way. Mm. So he's the founder and controlling shareholder of Icon Enterprises, a public company and diversified conglomerate holding company based in Sunny Isles Beach. Um, he's worth, I think he's worth quite a few billion. He was a special advisor mm. to the president on regulatory for, uh, reform to Donald Trump. Uh, 17 to 24 billion dollar net worth. Okay. Wow. So this okay. is a dude who, who knows what's up, all right? Yeah. So, so Carl Icahn, our system is breaking down. We absolutely have a major problem in our economy today. Let's listen to this. This is, is
2: that you don't have good corporate leadership. So you say, so what? But I'll tell you, so what? If you don't have good corporate leadership in companies, yeah, when the tide is high and things are great, it doesn't matter. And all these guys that run these companies are partying and having a good time and giving themselves bonuses, but their agendas are different than the people who invest with them. You know, they're looking to get their bonuses. And I tell you, I live in it. So I, I go into it. And, and there's a reason that we make so much money. I, I mean, just to to, to to make the point, over the years, in 2000, if you invested in IEP, you annualized. You made it, and reinvested the dividends, you made an annual return of 15% and the closest is Buffett, who i believe made around nine percent s&p made seven percent but why because we go with the companies and clean them up and there's so much to clean up and it's getting much worse now we're one of the worst countries in the world as far as corporate governance goes and i can go on and on about that but yes no, well, we'll i think into, the whole, we'll, we'll, the whole said, economy the economy is sort of right the economy is breaking down but i don't say it's right because you bailed out some investors but I do say he, he, he's right in the sense that our economy is breaking down. So I don't understand that. the capital. how you define capitalistic system.
1: Our economy is breaking down. This is coming from one man who freaking knows. Not only that, yeah. Ray Dalio, just yesterday we had that, that video clip. What was he saying? Is that we are changing the world order.
0: Yeah, that was a good one.
1: Ooh, today's pie day.
0: Oh. Oh, wow. On, let,
1: let's let's see how far I can go. <laughs> three point one four one five nine two six five. Three point one four 14, three point one four one five nine two six five three two I think that's it. Fact check know. that.
0: Fact checkers. Um Well, happy pie day.
1: One, four, nine, two, six, five, three, five. Ah, oh, I should three, two, three, five, nine, nine, seven, nine,
0: three. That was close enough. Good as
1: round. That's right. All right. The system is collapsing. <laughs> should we let it? <laughs> well, the United States might survive another 10 years, but the crises will increase in both frequency and intensity until the end. And Steve Bannon has said since Friday night this is not your fault. You did not drive the dot-com bubble. You did not cause a 2008 financial collapse. You did not impose COVID lockdowns or toss cash from helicopters for three years. You got a job, paid your bills, and you saved what you could. You moved to good school districts so your kids could get into college with a name people recognize. You painted your porch and upgraded your windows and tried to keep up your lawn. But the people with advanced degrees and those well-known universities did none of that. <clears throat> they played you like a sucker. They smoozed your congressman for special treatment in federal dollars. They bought a drink for a senator in Jefferson City and got tax freedom for a generation. They took your savings and lost it on casino bets and now they're demanding you cover their losses. The rich and powerful are coming to you and me for handouts for a very simple reason. There are many more of us than there are of them. The elites think their strength is exclusivity. And they're right. Until the uninvited, the unwashed masses, get fed up. Exclusivity is powerful until the plebes no longer care about the consequences of taking them down. In the TV series Billions, a character made an astute observation, the only thing more dangerous than a man with unlimited means is a man with nothing to lose. The uninsured depositors at SVB are men of unlimited resources. You and I are men with nothing to lose. The sooner you realize there are 10 million of us losers for every one elite winner the sooner we can even the score and end this nonsense it begins when we say hell no to everything they propose everything from more money for defense to a new infrastructure project in your town be an obstructionist do what's right regardless of the consequences turn against the elites like a rabid dog you have nothing to lose whether you know it or not but there are hundreds of millions of us with nothing to lose imagine how frightening that is to the likes of David Sachs crash a system, collapse the economy. We have each other, but the elites only have their uninsured deposits. And we could do it overnight. And I think that, I think that this is, you know, it's going to even be hard to be affiliated and tied to this. But I think that we need to go out there. And on July 4th, 2023, we set the date. And for the next, for the next four months, we ran a campaign. And I get all the other influencers involved in this. And what it is, is a list of demands to Congress for the immediate resignation of Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Jake Sullivan, Attorney General, right? The Secretary of Defense, his whole administration resign. And for certain congressmen to immediately resign. Okay? And for certain bills to be repealed. And we make that demand to them or... What we would do is we will immediately change our direct deposits. We will pull all of our money out of the banking system and we will no longer pay taxes. Starting on July 4th, that's what we do. And they can call our bluff. But if you imagine 20 million, 30 million people doing exactly that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I have a difficult time participating in this system, and I wonder what life would look like not doing that. And it would be very difficult. Um, yep. But that, I think, would have an impact. Um, and if more people were doing it, it would be easier because you'd have a network and uh, community to do it with.
1: Yeah. Who's got the balls to start it? I'm going to need lawyer fees, guys. (laughs) If I'm going to do something like that, I'm going to need to be able to pay for lawyers. So just an FYI, okay? If there's any rich daddies or or mommies out there who uh, uh, want to pay for all that lawyer fees, let me know. If you want to fund this thing, let me know. I'll be more than happy to start it up and I'll get everybody on down the line involved in it. But that sounds like I would be attacked immediately by the IRS and the DOJ.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. They wouldn't like that one. Um...
1: No, but that's how we fight back. That is that is a civil disobedience that James Madison talked about in Federalist 40, 47. Or Federalist 46. So... Credit Suisse shares fall to all-time low as bank announces it has found material weakness just hours after Wall Street expert predicted it would be the next fall after SVB. Now, this is interesting because we've known about Credit Suisse for a while now. Quite a few months, uh, Credit Suisse has been uh, talked about in this perspective, okay? Robert uh, Robert Kiyosaki says, Claimed yesterday that Credit Suisse would be next to fold. Kiyosaki is a metals investor who predicted the 2008 Lehman Brothers crash. Credit Suisse reported $8 billion loss in 2022 and material weakness. And with raising interest rates, this is going to get no better for them. Who's Credit Suisse? Another billionaire bank. That's right. Uh, Debit Suisse current CDS um, at 551 five, up from all-time high at 446 yesterday insurance to project protect against default on credit suisse bonds and see now they're hyper escalating to exactly that and if you see right there shall not be a fringe is trending on twitter i wonder what this is all about
0: oh yeah it is
1: pass universal
0: biden oh election. joe biden opened his mouth eliminate
2: today. gun manufacturers immunity from liability And I'm determined, once again, to ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines.
1: So, interesting enough that Joe Biden uh, signed an executive order to take down uh, assault weapons, to ban assault weapons. Um, Unfortunately, assault weapons weapons have been banned since 1992. He was actually one who helped pass the bill. What he's talking about is assault-like weapons. That's what they're talking about. What they want to do, Vince is number one, they want to be able to skyrocket the price of ammunition through taxes. Number two is they want to be able to have um, victims of shootings be, hold the gun manufacturer liable for that.
0: Yeah.
1: So think about this. Is a Ford F-150 gets in a car accident and kills somebody. Now the, vic- the, the family of that victim can f- sue Ford Motor Company
0: made the car yeah it's retar- it's ridiculous man
1: Th- this is uncon you're absolutely right this is unconstitutional mm-hmm. and you know what this is going to do this is only going to exasperate the situation i'm telling you it, they 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 want a civil war because everything that they're doing is trying to see how far we will go
0: and they are wanting to do something big like this and biden said it himself we need to do something big yep take all their guns away or you know just dr- cut off that supply or all the various things they'll do to stop it yep but that's a tough one man there yeah that's a tough one
1: yeah did you hear about this cheering silicon valley bank bailout gavin Newsom, and newsome came out yesterday applauding that uh the fdic has gonna pay back all the people at silicon valley bank because he's one of their clients at least three of the California governor's wine companies are held by SVB, and bank president sits on the board of his wife's charity. Ooh. People yeah, are like, somebody, well, but man, we got to of these banks.
0: Somebody alleged that they also donated millions, SVB donated millions to BLM. Mm-hmm. It's like nightmare. Wow, the corruption runs deep, and it's being exposed quickly, though. Yep. But no uh, repercussions yet, huh?
1: Nothing yet. It's going to get buried. Inflation gauge increased 0.4% in February as expected and up 6% from a year ago. Inflation is up 6% from a year ago, Vince.
0: That's incredible. Wow. Yeah, I could see it. It's hilarious. Uh, It's not hilarious, but I laugh at the situation, especially these mainstream outlets and how they cover it.
4: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Moody's has cut the outlook on U.S. banking system to negative citing rapidly deteriorating operating environment if you want to make some money what I would do is I would go out there and I would short banks for six months
0: yeah it takes money to make money though
1: Yep. oh so this was interesting Uh, I'm going to start here nope that's not the one I wanted to start with is it this one come on where did it go fuck
0: yeah you'd eventually you'd eventually have a payday doing
1: that. Oh, there it is. Okay, so the first article is SVB collapse was driven by the first Twitter fueled bank run. That's right. It was Twitter that caused the people to run on the bank because the information got out there fast and quick and first. How about this? People were running on the bank mm. Monday. We were there Friday! We were all there Friday getting money out. And this happened because why? We can move we can move information fast. We are the media, we control the media, and now they're saying that this is uh Twitter that drove this, right? Well, guess what? Mark Kelly, Senator Mark Kelly doesn't like this. He called for social media censorship to prevent bank runs. During a Zoom call, emergency Zoom call the other night, Mark Kelly came out and asked us if there's a way that they can censor social media and stop bank runs. I bet you he holds his money at SVB. Just, <laughs> just guessing here.
0: Wow. It's the corruption, man.
1: So so the Democrats are sitting there going, we never censored American citizens. We're pro-First Amendment. Then, you know, you get, you get Senator, uh, the senator over here going, well, we need to censor the, the social media so they can't do bank runs. I mean, makes sense to me.
0: Yeah, What gives them the right to just make decisions for
1: themselves based on information? He's a former military guy, too. Former colonel or captain in the Navy, I think. Piece of shit the South Dakota proposes bill to change definition of money to exclude Bitcoin. That's not all they're trying to do here. The state of South Dakota is making moves seeking to redefine what constitutes money with a keen interest in classifying cryptocurrencies. The bill, titled An Act to Amend Provisions of the Uniform Commercial Code, indicates digital currencies such as Bitcoin would be excluded from defining money since they originate from individuals or organizations. According to the proposed amendment, the possible medium of exchange would be identified as money only if it's authorized or adopted by the government. The bill adds the term does not include an electronic record that is a medium of exchange recorded and transferable in a system that existed and operated for the medium of exchange there before the medium of exchange was authorized or adopted by the government. Giving room for CBDCs. Commenting on the bill, Dennis Porter, the founder of Satoshi Fund, an organization dedicated to uh, educating lawmakers and regulators in Bitcoin, stated that if the law is passed, it will give way to establishing a central bank a digital currency the tweet, March 2nd, Porter stated that the bill is pushing for establishing pro-CBDC states in the U.S. The worst part about this is there is an attempt to push this policy in 21 different states across the U.S.A. There is seemingly a goal to build a bulwark of pro-CBDC states that also exclude digital assets like Bitcoin from the definition of money. Similarly, Andy Roth, president of State Freedom Caucus Network, warned that the bill is setting a precedent for Bitcoin to be disallowed in transactions. So they are trying to kill Bitcoin. Exactly what Alex Jones was talking about. But there's actually there's actually a a good point here. Is if these states come out and claim that Bitcoin is not money and people continue to use Bitcoin for transactions, then they can't be taxed on it. Mm. So go ahead and say that Bitcoin's not money. That's fine. It's not money. So we can, it's just like exchanging Monopoly money between us and just saying that it has value between us.
0: I mean, we Monopoly can.
1: paper. Yeah. yeah, it's like swapping baseball cards. Don't have to pay taxes on baseball cards. The stunning video woke Signature Bank made before they went broke. Let's watch this.
4: Ruthless, so many useless meetings. Some banks will sell their souls Some banks just feel real
5: old I wish they were and so But I still wake up I still have the dream Oh Lord, I still know what
4: I stand for I stand for honesty I stand for integrity Most days it's so hard to be here
0: It's so bad. Why were they tarred
1: and feathered? That was just weird. That is a commercial from Signature Bank they released days before they collapsed. Wow.
0: <laughs> Some banks sell their souls. Yep. Not us.
1: Yes, they did. Tyson Foods lay off seventeen hundred workers closes two chicken plants. Wow. Tyson Foods will close two chicken plants in May as part of a plan to strengthen its poultry business. In the latest quarter, the meat giant said the chicken business underperformed expectations. Other food suppliers, including PepsiCo and Beyond Meat, have laid off workers in recent months as well. Well, isn't that interesting? A meta to lay off 10,000 more workers. They laid off 10,000 last year. Jeez. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg announced that Meta will lay off 10,000 more workers as the company seeks to cut middle management. This is in addition to 11,000 employees laid off in November. And all the woke left are going to be freaking jobless.
0: Yeah, man. It's very true. Oh, this is not going to be pretty.
1: Nope. So, uh... Russian economic sovereignty has increased, according to the Putin. Western sanctions have failed to destroy the country's economy, the president declared. The Russian economy hasn't collapsed due to sweeping Western restrictions. On the contrary, its sovereignty has grown many times over, according to Vladimir Putin. Putin, who made the comment while meeting with aircraft factory employees at Luan Uday, Baryashia on Tuesday, noted the country had passed a significant stage in its development, which could be the most important result of 2022. We have exponentially increased our economic sovereignty, after all. What did our adversary count on? That we'd collapse in two or three weeks or in a month? The Russian leader said the expectation was that enterprises would cease due to our partners refusing to work with us. The financial system would collapse. Tens of thousands of people would be left without work. Take to the streets, protest. Russia would be shaken from the inside and collapse. That was their intention. But this is not what happened. And he's absolutely right. That's not what happened.
0: Yeah, this is really concerning considering what this economic economic war leads to which mm-hmm. we talked about last night leading to world war three and the position of the u.s. in comparison to the rest of the world and you know specifically and talked about russia and the brics nations right because uh, if you're behind it in this part of the war what do you think is going to happen in the next part in a war of attrition
1: exactly <sighs> and look right here kremlin explains right oh well, that was the one we just did Uh, Oh, no, actually, Kremlin explains why Russia is immune from the U.S. banking crisis. Disconnection from international finance system has turned out to be a blessing in disguise for Moscow. The Russian financial sector is practically immune from the effects of the unfolding U.S. banking crisis, largely thanks to Western sanctions. When asked about the spillover effect of the collapse of U.S. lenders, which has led to a global stock route... Peskov said problems in the American banking system cannot affect Russia in any way. Our banking system, of course, has, let's say, certain connections with some segments of the international finance system, but for the most part is under illegal, uh, is is part of its under illegal restrictions. And he said Peskov added that the sanctions have a blessing in disguise because Russia is, to a certain extent, immune from the negative impact of the crisis that is now unfolding across the ocean. It's almost like Russia knew this was going to happen.
0: I think that they did. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yep. And let's go in here real quick. And for a reminder to guys tonight, we have the after dark Q and a that starts at 10 PM central, 11 PM Eastern. Uh, that is the after dark Q and a, you have to be a member of the social red com. social red com. completely free to join. You can also support us over there, um, over there with a the subscriptions. And I'm going to go in here. We have the Battle of the Streams going on. Thank you for everybody who's donated in the Battle of the Streams, helping keep the Red Pill Project alive. Uh, Josh's Future Lawyer Fund, I guess, is, is what you guys are talking about here. Uh, Grismo 7 donated four lemons. Thank you so much, Grismo. X Grits X, two ice cream, hillbilly, Jack Hill, Uh one ice cream. Ed Reed, one lemon, enlightened science, three lemons. Thank you so much, Grismo. X Grits, hillbilly, Ed Reed, and enlightened science. Just Jim gifted a cookie. GP Bull, alright, thank you so much Just Jim, also 101 gold pills from Just Jim, thank you so much Just Jim Grandma Revolt just donated one ice cream, thank you so much Grandma 5 Revolt Gump, $1, take them down right now, thank you so much Gump, I agree with you, and Grandma Revolt, thank you so much Stuck Patriot, $5 Where do you think Assange fits in with the information dump? How do you think his presence and or information will contribute to collaborate to the takedown of the Biden-Cram family? Uh, Well, I think a lot of the information that the WikiLeaks is actually holding is much, much older than the current information. So I don't know, but Assange could probably connect a lot of dots to 2014 pertaining to the involvement in Ukraine and maybe deals that were made around then, including Hillary Clinton. But thank you so much, Stuck Patriot. Slumdog gifted a can. Fuck Joe Biden. Thank you so much, Slumdog. RPG3573 donated two lemons and two ice cream. Thank you so much, RPG. The Cat25, four lemons. Thank you much so much, Cat. X Grits X one ice cream. Cat24. So we have the cat 25 and we have cat 24. That, that's kind of cool. So, cat 24 just donated 111. Thank you so much, Ed Skritz <laughs> and cat Racing Ray gifted shades. Thank you so much, all of you guys, for all the, the donations coming in tonight. And uh, in the advent of the banking crisis, silver prices have jumped as SVB collapse first flight to safety. Silver prices surged on Monday after its safe haven appeal drew investors in, spooked by the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank. The metal advanced 6.3% to $21.81 per ounce during the morning session. A lot of investors are looking to precious metals safe as a safe haven, uh, space as a safe haven against the volatility and the risk amid a much lower interest rate environment in the U.S. dollar that's dropping. There it is, guys. And so for anybody out there, getgoldtoday.com. Get GoldToday.com, and what you do is when you go to GetGoldToday.com, it's really really easy to navigate this website. You go to GetGoldToday.com, you're gonna get this. You can sign up for their uh, sign up for the newsletter there. But you just scroll down. You can watch a short little video where Kirk is talking about gold and silver. All right, and you'll see my mug right there. That's how you know you're in the right place. But right under my mug, okay, there's this form right here, and you can fill this form out. Or you can call this number right here, 720-605-3900. I highly recommend getting in the gold and silver. If you guys want to work with Dr. Kirk Elliott and his team, fill this form out. It's right there, getgoldtoday.com, right underneath my picture. You can find that. IRAs, 401ks, if you just want to buy gold and silver bullion, silver is going to continue to increase as these banks begin to go down. Explosive. The 2022 election steal required an emergency on January 6th to complete the coup. An emergency was required on January 6th to prevent the 2020 election coup from being uncovered conservative treehouse laid this out in an article a couple days ago this is very important read what this shows is that the democrats in the deep state needed an emergency on january 6th to culminate their 2020 election steal in order to complete the 2020 election coup pelosi schumer mcconnell and pence needed to create an emergency the only way to prevent congress from delaying the certification of state electoral votes was to create a crisis that could easily be designated as an emergency just moments literally three minutes before two representatives issued a vote for motions to suspend the certification the House members were informed by Capitol Police and other agents that a protest was about to breach the chambers. It was at this time that key people, Pence, Pelosi, Schumer, McConnell, can be seen w- being walked out and escorted to the chamber. This effectively halted the entire chamber process. The crisis was created to eliminate the motion challenge to halt the certification and begin voting to look into voting irregularities and fraud. Two motions were completely legal and constitutional under at least two constitutionally recognized procedures. Procedures that would require the House to pause the certification and then vote to determine whether the motions could suspend could move forward. Conservative Treehouse opines that by eliminating the motions from the record of the House, they could certify the fraud was uh, with no detractors. On record and give SCOTUS a reason to claim that the cases before it lacked standing. In order to prevent those two motions, the Speaker of the House Minority Leader and the President of the Congress could not be present in the chambers. This allowed Speaker Pelosi to suspend the Congress unilaterally under emergency rules. This protest was necessary. The crisis was created because there is no other way to suspend the business of certification unilaterally. The crisis invoked emergency procedures, and Pelosi was able to prevent the delay of certification herself. When Congress returned later that night, Pelosi was in charge, the Speaker initiated a new session under special emergency rules. The rules abandoned and make it clear that the only purpose of the new session was to expedite the certification and dismiss all prior regular session procedural rules. This is why those two motions to table votes to consider the debate and pause the certifications of state vote electors never happened later that evening when the House business was reconvened. It was at this new session that VP pence president of the congress president of the senate actually uh, could also have no ability to even consider pausing the electoral certification because there were no motions or disagreements on that matter so in a technical legal claim he is correct he had no constitutional authority to address any issues of fraud or doubts about electoral irregularities wow
0: that's really interesting
1: wow well and we we, we actually all talked about that when it happened but it's funny that it's all coming back about now because we tend to forget things really, really fast as things progress, right?
0: That's true. That's the truth.
1: And Joe Biden, you can go ahead and try to ban high-capacity magazines. I'm going to go out there and buy a whole bunch of magazines tonight. need some more. Did you uh, Did you remember how a few weeks ago the big uh, credit card company said they were going to be tracking gun sales?
0: Yes, I do. I remember. Well, they they stopped. for now yeah (laughs)
1: yep they stop because people push back began uh, canceling their cards good exactly what needs to happen woke actress drew barrymore drops to her knees in front of trans activists during bizarre interview and they sit on the floor and hug it's kind of uh, unusual
2: let me ask you about the negativity how
4: have you dealt with it and, and what's an approach you take? What's your self talk? What do you filter? Yes. How do you. I still read the comments, but there is so much hatred directed to the trans community right now. It's everywhere. And I think. That's a dude. The greatest weapon that I can contribute is trans joy and comedy and talking about hard, you know, subjects and really intricate. That's a dude wearing a dress. Moments of a transition and trying. He's got a penis. To let everybody in to see that you know I'm not a monster. I'm not something, but be myself for that support. I think having Come on, my Drew, chosen. drop to your knees. Just about. Uh, can't imagine anybody disliking you. Here we go, please. Oh do my you know, God! Do you, you want dropped to know? Your knees? Ironically,
2: who uh, dislikes me the most? Sometimes. Who? Myself.
4: myself.
1: Oh. Oh, and then they sit Indian-style on the floor together. Question. Now, You've been doing it it a little longer than I have.
2: Well, you know, it's funny, because when I was a kid... But unfortunately,
1: uh, the dude can't, because his penis will pop out if he sits the same way as Drew Barrymore.
0: Yeah, she comes off as very disingenuous.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. So we we talked about this yesterday, just briefly. Pfizer Pfizer buys Cancer Biotech Gen. For $43 billion, increases access to new cancer treatments. Pfizer invested $43 billion in expanding in the innovative cancer treatment market. CGen today announced that they have entered into a definite merger agreement under the Pfizer will acquire CGen, a biotech company that discovers, develops, and commercializes transformative cancer medicines for 229 in cash per SEGAN share for the total enterprise value of $43 billion. They're buying it for $43 billion cash, Vince.
0: They are with cash.
1: $43 billion cash. Pfizer and Seagen t- seek to accelerate the next generation of cancer breakthroughs and bring – yeah, damn right they are. How, how better can they create cancers to bring medicines out against it, right? And bring new solutions to patients by combining the power of Sigen's antibody drug coagulate technology with the scale of strength of Pfizer's capabilities and expertise, mRNA. And so if you didn't know, Pfizer creates a vaccine, multiple mRNA vaccines, that bring about something known as turbo cancers. And they also bring back cancer remissions in former cancer patients. And so buying this company just is going to skyrocket their profits.
0: Yep. Yep. I can't believe nobody has
1: Oklahoma, Oklahoma City bombed the Pfizer building yet. You know, it just... Oh my god. They seriously, I I'm just I'm I'm like I'm not saying that this should happen or I'm gonna or anything like that. I'm just saying is I can't believe that somebody <laughs> has not done like an Oklahoma City to the Pfizer. It's
0: I think it's because ninety nine percent of the real terrorism that happens in our country is driven by the deep state and they have That's true. They, they're the criminals. That's why all the terrorism comes from them. Rocky, yeah. that's
1: exactly what I just said. It's it's drugs that substantiate people who get cancer after the Pfizer vaccine. Um yeah. Anyways, United Airlines flight from Guatemala diverted to Houston Airport after pilot suffers medical emergency. Hmm. Medical emergency, huh?
0: That's scary, man. How
1: about this? Veteran British Airways pilot collapses and dies shortly before he was due to captain-packed passenger jet. So sad.
0: I know, and traveling is scary now, man. I mean... People dropping dead and all.
1: Yep. So I don't know the the um, the legitimacy of this um, from unhealthy truth. But Pfizer COVID Mm -hmm. vaccine vial contents exposed by WHO whistleblower contains graphene oxide, parasites, RFID, metals, and nanocircuitry. DARPA and Bill Gates develop these non-biological synthetic injections that control the minds and bodies of the population. I'm going to say something on this right now. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can understand that we have a whistleblower that comes out, uh, Dr. Astrid Stuckelberger. um, But here's the problem that I have. Yes. Is we have multiple people on our side, Mike Adams, Tao Braun, all these people. And they have went out there and systematically analyzed these vaccines, multiple different parts of these vaccines, okay? Yeah. And they have not found any of this stuff. So, unless you're going to show me some microscopy of of this stuff in there, sorry, I'm just not going to believe it anymore. Uh, This is mere speculation at this point.
0: Yeah. I wonder what happens, though, after injection, because there could be some processes occur. I'm
1: not saying that there's not stuff in there. I think there's, there's probably very, very few vaccines out there that do have this. Remember the people, the Bluetooth and all that. I think that there probably was some in there and probably are parasites in there. It make only, it would only make sense, but the majority that people are getting tested, aren't showing any of these things. And I mean, not that I can't, I can't prove it myself. I'm not looking under a microscope. Right. So I don't know. I actually got, I got one here. I can look under a microscope, but just saying is it's, it's a possibility But I have yet to see substantiated evidence of this. That's fair. A shocking study out of Australia shows up to a 26-fold increase in excess mortality in 2021 and 2022, consistent with American insurance company findings.
4: Wow.
1: And it's only going to get worse from here, guys. FBI State, FBI State Department missed deadline to produce COVID origin information in the House panel. Of course they did. <laughs> we have not received documents at this time, but we're in communication with those agencies about the chairman's request, and we expect compliance. President Biden has directed every element of our intelligence community to put the effort and resources behind getting to the bottom of the origins of COVID-19. We'll continue to use every tool to figure out what happened here. You know, this is interesting because there was... a. Uh, like I like. Do you like DC Drano on uh on Twitter? Yeah, I, I like DC Drano, but sometimes people get it wrong. And DC Drano, he posted something earlier, and, really? and it kind of caught me. So he says right here. COVID was CCP bio warfare. TikTok is CCP psychological warfare. The surveillance bo- balloon was CCP spying on our military bases. And Biden is a CC puppet. CCP puppet. Communist China is hands down the number one adversary, yet we all hear is Russia, Russia, Russia. I disagree with this dude. Firstly, COVID was created by the United States of America. Okay? It, it's not Chinese bio warfare. It's U.S. bio warfare. Google, Facebook were funded by NQTEL and do the same thing as TikTok. TikTok only optimized it and brought it to America. Okay? Google and Facebook and, and Instagram and Twitter do the same damn thing that TikTok does here in the United States of America. And it's directly orchestrated by the Central Intelligence Agency. So why are you attacking TikTok? Are you, do you have a lobbyist or something? Then he says, uh, Biden is a CC puppet. Okay. So the U S had the same spy balloon operation over the U S on American people. And also don't forget about prison through the NSA when they were spying on American people, Republicans are just as sold out to the CCP as the Democrats. And see, True. this is the thing that traditional conservatives, they don't want to fucking see, man. Oh, it's fucking COVID man. It's, it's, it's bio from China. No, we created it. Gain-of-function research created it, one hundred percent. We have this information. Shit, here you go, right here. Ralph Barrick at UNC was co-author of a fused grant proposing to insert human-specific furin cleavage site to SARS-CoV and send the infectious clone parts to blueprint to uh, to Wuhan. Why won't UNC share Barrick's lab notes and communications? Exactly right, and if you go back one, ugh, nope, it was. There was supposed to be another part of this, but yeah, this is the thing: is Fauci, Barrick, all these guys were the head of creation of gain and function research since two thousand four, and they took it to China because there was a moratorium issued by Barack Obama, and they funded it overseas at Wuhan Institute of Virology. Okay. This was created by the United States of America. Don't let anybody fool you from otherwise. And when people like D.C. Drano, I think it's great. I think the guy's awesome. But he's fucking getting some bad information putting a tweet out like that because it's absolute garbage. Yep, so another day passes and yet Joe Biden didn't sign the anonymously passed COVID origins bill four days ago. Uh, Karine Jean-Pierre claimed the Biden administration were dedicated to transparency surrounding uh, COVID, but refused to answer if Biden would sign the bill. Where is it with the lay, Joe? And I got to hurry up. I know I'm almost out of time. Um, We can't, we're not going to do the LGBTQ stuff. Uh, Seven-year-olds can be mixed berry gender fluid muffins, as per the teacher instructed. Um, I'd be pulling my kids out of these schools if this was really uh, the case. Review of sex education ordered after children taught about anal sex and masturbation in school. This is just disgusting. Um, yeah, geez. Hold on, uh, we're gonna get through all that. Uh, I gotta, I'm, I gotta work fast here. Worth, uh, were North Korea to employ a nuclear weapon, it would be the end of North Korea's regime. I agree with that. I think that if. North Korea was stupid enough to to launch a missile into South Korea. Um, It would be bad. Uh, North Korea has fired two ballistic missiles, according to Seoul. The launches came a day after the Paewong test-fired cruise missiles from a submarine in response to U.S. military drills in the region. If North Korea attacked South Korea or any other country, Japan, um, it would cease to exist. And I agree with that. Today, we had the Black Sea. We had um, a Russian fighter jet crash into a uh, a u.s reaper drone now these reaper drones are actually slow they're on delayed timing in the sense of how they maneuver and so the jet basically is completely at fault this was basically a, a moron um pilot it's saying that uh the russian jets dumped fuel on the drone and uh were were trying to get it to crash, I guess, in a sense, before it happened, and then the guy actually jumped into it. This could uh, have some ramifications in the future. Um, This was an accident, obviously the Russian accident. Um, If they had shot it down, then we would already be at war. Just understand that. That's how severe these could actually be. Uh, Thailand searches for missing radioactive cylinder. So authorities are uh, scrambling to find a cylinder containing dangerous radioactive material that went missing from a power station. Uh, staff at the coal-fired plant in per- Perchaberry Province, east of Bangkok, noticed a steel tube, 30 centimeters (12 inches) in long and 30 centimeters (30 uh, centimeters) wide, was missing during routine checks. Uh, you remember this, Vince? Is uh, about three weeks ago the same thing happened in Australia and it was lost in the roadway, about the same size.
0: Oh, they found it. They found oh no, it.
1: I know they found that, but isn't it interesting? Yeah. Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> It's not normal.
1: Not normal not good. at all.
0: Yeah. You don't want this to get in the wrong hands, man.
1: Poland has increased border defense against Belarus amid growing east-west divide. Iran and Belarus sign a cooperation road and the Lushenko visit. Uh, so we could potentially be seeing the next conflict that actually out- breaks out is between Belarus and Poland. And this would be a proxy to NATO uh, through Belarus. So we could potentially see this. Uh, White phosphorus munitions are apparently being fired in eastern Ukraine. They're going to blame it on Russia, but we know that this probably most likely is not Russia. Russia will use a Poseidon underwater missile to wipe out Britain off the map with a 1,000-foot-high radioactive tsunami if NATO troops put boots on the ground in Ukraine, according to Putin's top propagandist. Um, And I don't doubt them on that. I don't doubt them on that. Uh, I'm sorry, and i got to move fast on this. But there's a few things I did want to talk about. This was a, an interesting study here. Heartbeat may shape our perception of time. Uh, maybe this is something we can talk about on Friday night. It's a truism that seems to expand our contract depending on the circumstances and the state of terror. Seconds can stretch. And that your heartbeat actually relatively gives about your perception of time. Hmm. Then this one. Technological Singularity by 2045. Futurist predicts point where human machines become one. And it's by 2050. There you go. That's what they... That's what they're pushing for. I know. That's what they're pushing for. Go in here and we... Uh, racing Ray, get to the can. Tell us how you really feel. That's right. Shannon1313 donated five lemons. Thank you so much, Shannon and Racing Ray. Guys, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We, uh, we keep on running out of time before we can get through everything, uh, but... You know what? Getting that information out there is most important. If you guys want to do the Q&A tonight, one hour from now on socialredpill.com, the, the chat is open right now. So if you go to socialredpill.com, you go to Events tab and you go to Social Red Pill Zoom, you can join in there. I will be there in about 30 minutes to an hour. But much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys all take care. And watch out. The Catastrophic Contagion is actually here. That's actually what I wanted to talk about. Because it's the Catastrophic Contagion. They're calling yeah. it a Banking Contagion.
0: Hmm
1: bank virus the bank virus telling you all right guys much love respect god bless you take care have a good night we'll see you guys next time
3: either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace or we will expose every bribe every kickback every payoff and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign and it is indeed brutal
2: and uh, they call me I patch the game. <laughs> I, say I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's, a, it's collusive. It's, uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.